Hello, friends. I want to talk to you once again about Elon Musk. But before you switch me off, just hear me out, uh, because there's a lot of confusion about what's going on. What you need to know is that when billionaires like Elon Musk advocate freedom, beware. What they actually seek is freedom from accountability. They want to use their vast fortunes to do anything they want, unconstrained by laws or regulations, by shareholder demands, by consumers, by public norms. Elon Musk is now in the process of taking over Twitter. He balked at becoming a member of the board because he'd be accountable to Twitter's other shareholders. Twitter's founder and top managers don't like the idea of Musk taking over, and they're trying to adopt a poison pill to stop him. But he plans to circumvent them and go directly to shareholders with a tender offer they can't refuse. After all, he argues, it's a free market. He says no one should object to what he wants to do with Twitter because he's a free speech absolutist. And who can be against free speech? And what could possibly go wrong? He and his apologists argue that if consumers don't like what he does with Twitter, well, they can just go elsewhere. Freedom to choose. Free market. Free speech. Free choice. Rubbish. In the face of humongous wealth, these concepts mean nothing. Unfriendly takeovers, such as Musk is now mounting at Twitter, were not part of the free market until the late 1970s and early 1980s. Before then, laws and regulations barred them. And then came corporate raiders like Carl Icahn and Michael Milken, whose MO was to identify businesses whose assets were worth more than their stock value, acquire enough shares to force companies to make changes, such as laying off workers, abandoning their communities, busting unions, and taking on crushing debt, and then cash in. But in so doing, the raiders often imposed huge social costs. Over a few years, America went from stakeholder capitalism, where workers and communities had an indirect say in what corporations did, to shareholder capitalism, where the sole corporate goal is to maximize shareholder value. Inequality skyrocketed, insecurity soared, and good jobs vanished for people without college degrees. The Raiders simply changed the free market to allow them to do this. That's what the super-rich do. There is no free market in nature. The free market depends on laws and rules. If you have enough money, you can buy changes in those laws and rules that make you even more money. You can also get government to subsidize you. Musk has received a reported $4.9 billion so far. Free speech is another nice idea that in reality turns on wealth. If you're rich, you can afford a larger megaphone than anyone else. If you're extremely rich, you can purchase the Washington Post or you can own Fox News. If you're the wealthiest person in the world, you might even buy one of the biggest news outlets in the world called Twitter and decide who gets on it, what algorithms are going to be used and how it either invites or filters out big lies. This isn't freedom of speech. It's freedom from accountability. But what about consumers' freedom to choose? I mean, if consumers don't like what Musk does with Twitter, they can just switch to 
What? There's the rub. The largest social media platforms like Twitter are gigantic because anyone who wants to participate in them has to join them. After they reach a certain size, they're the only game in town. As Donald Trump has discovered with his Trump social fiasco, ordinary rules of competition don't apply to social media. Once a platform is dominant, it becomes even more dominant. Upstarts don't stand a chance. Elon Musk's real goal is to wield enormous power without being held accountable to laws and regulations, shareholders, or competition, which is why he wants to own Twitter. Unlike his ambitions to upend transportation and interstellar flight, this one is dangerous. It could upend democracy.